Begin. Uh, welcome to another episode of This Korean Life, number 104, featuring Jeff Kung Fu Panda Young. Or Jeff Bruce Lee Young. Which one do you prefer? Don't Whatever. really matter. Any, any alias is fine. Any his alias fourth, is all good. With his fourth appearance on uh, This Korean Life. Thank you for coming. Uh, last time we were in welcome. here. Welcome. Last time we were in here, I think the, the room setup was a little different, and you had a different house as well. I did. I you, did. I Nate, lived in the city. Nate was uh, Nate was grilling you about when when he moving to the country. You always talk about it, never do anything. Here you go. Pulled the trigger. There you go. Pulled I moved trigger. out to the country, and it has been a sea change. Are you in eating my life. a lot of peaches, or I am moving to the country, eating lots of peaches. because yeah. <laughs> I got to eat a hell of a lot of peaches out there. But yeah, the garden's great. The f- got a fish pond. It's it's a whole night and day effect. For example, just pulling in to meet you this morning for brekkie, needed a can opener to get out of my car and park next yeah. to you there. Every day I pull up, I got my Whoop. dedicated parking spot. I walk out, my dog runs out. Well, Heaven, no one, baby. no one will appreciate. Yesterday, I bought uh, mm. solar lights too. Park- no, no one will appreciate parking more than you coming from Samsung Hyundai, oh, worst which is ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> your buildings, well, Nate, your building is a close second. Uh, that that building's tough. Your no, dude, Samsung is Samsung Hyundai. I said it's the worst, but. His I can't believe is there's second. not more homicides in, uh, yeah, oh, exactly. in the basement park in there. Well, then again, you don't have a rule. Like some people got five cars uh, in one apartment, right? And they're all <laughs> registered, right? Sure. How, how is that possible? Yeah. Right? Like we had three people, me, uh, Hege, and the uh, ghost, the brother-in-law, <laughs> who since I moved in my house over a year, yeah. has not called or visited once. We're still waiting for what a Wonderful person, eh? What does he do now? Uh, how would I know? How Where would you know? I don't know. He's a ghost. Floating. He's he's in the city uh, somewhere, I guess. Good relationship with his sister, as you can see. Toit. Toit. Incredible. Mm-hmm. The audacity of some people. The audacity of some people. But anyways, that's uh that's good, man. And I see uh you look a lot happier. I think a lot. Uh, it could be just due to the parking, or it could be because <laughs> of the of the mountain, <laughs> the fresh mountain air. But dude, you got to set up out there. Hot tub, beautiful garden, little uh, little stream running down the back. Not the sweat running down your back. I mean the no. the stream running down uh, the side of your house there. Nate did most of that. We built a little grotto in there. A little grotto. That's a little nice. grotto. A nice dipping pool. I was in there three times already since I've been back. One for the whole day. Because I'll tell you, Canadian uh, being in there, hot night, hot days, cool nights, mm. actually very cool mornings there when I was there. But Korea, I'm sorry, swas, dude, man, the humidity here is just absolutely. Crushing, you guys, you guys right? dodged a, a good. And part that's of what Hee Jung said. You missed a big part of it, and I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't think I can stay here during. Like, no, 
man. No, I it's, don't want to be here in any more. It's major suffrage, man. It's, it's, and even with my house, good breeze, and I got a river to go in. Yeah. As soon as I get out of that river, go up, I'm already crushed again, awesome. right? It's so, not. It's not fun. No, and exactly. it's, it's soul sucking. It's. I just agree be, with that. To be to be always permanently. Yeah. Moist and and, and sticky and <laughs> and doing housework or doing sorry garden work. The only times I can do it is I start five? get up early. I start <laughs> five uh, the other day. I started at five thirty. By nine thirty, I'd already gone through two t-shirts, yeah. ripping that up. Usually, I wouldn't wear any damn thing out there, ripping just in my the underwear. Tower. But didn't want the neighbors to go crazy and see the hairy beast there. But by 9 30 <laughs> 10 o'clock i like gotta tap out That's and then perfect. i start maybe 5 30 again right yeah, like so 9 30 is even probably late yes yeah. picking peppers for days, years i was just crushed yeah. on and mom and dad's are like you get there at five by eight o'clock already it's just as soon as that sun is off the horizon it's yeah. soaking wet out yeah very much so mentally it's tough yeah and that's the thing like nate said there like it it, it is it's exhausting you don't want to even attempt things like i've got so many things i can do in the house always in the garden but i'm just like i just got to beat back the weeds until this weather goes down right i redid the uh arbor there a couple of things during the typhoon a couple of boards broke fix that up got in the garden did a little disentangling actually planted some fresh lettuce for the fall where you know seven whole dollars of lettuce will save me a fortune but i fresh it from the garden Can't oh beat my it. god those uh, beefsteak tomatoes i got in mm. i just had a uh, grilled lamb swiss cheese fresh lettuce and beefsteak tomato Beautiful. heavenly did you bring any seeds home from Canada? Uh, I was attempting to one. When I was in Canada, I was going to bring some seeds and plant some funny plants up in the uh, forest way back. <laughs> I thought you were talking about those seeds, but other Sweet seeds there. Beets, well, some. again, I was thinking of doing that, Nate, but right now for the garden, right, I would like to start with kids coming out there and working through the Dusa Myun those people out there and you know they've got a budget for it i'd like to make that area up above where it's stepped up which were original gardens i would like to do that as a planting in the spring and harvesting with the kids and each one makes their own little garden makes their garden plaque with it do a little art aspect of it and once i but i'll tell you after the typhoon and being gone for so long I swear to God, my garden is hard enough, as you said, with this heat to beat it all back. Mm, If you can do it early, get it all ready to go, and then there, I'd like to plant beets. I'd like to plant sweet corn. That's why. That's why corn and other things. Corn and sweet potatoes are easy. Yeah, plant them very much. Leave them for months. My tomatoes. Same thing. The sweet potatoes are what five months. Just leave them and. And there you go. Come get them in September, October. But that's the thing is lettuce, I could have actually probably done, well, geez, I'd say it's ripe in a month. Oh, dude, I it could just probably keeps coming. Do, yeah, it keeps coming, keeps that's growing. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's a great thing because there's nothing better. Like, well, I just gave Bry basil mm. the other day. Oh, got the fresh so basil good. plants I did so with the good. lamb. Sorry, I did some rosemary sprigs on top of that. It's, it's just heaven to be able to walk out in your garden and do it. And, gentlemen, like I said, I wish I would have done it earlier. But, again, you know, hindsight, 
always 100%. Yeah, but since I've been there, now. I'll tell you, the de-stressing and uh, interesting thing, as we all know, my wife has never lived in a house. Right? Wow. 48 years old. And her, at 47 years old, she moved to a house. She hated it at first. Of course. Then she, she got into in the garden. Jutec? She didn't grow up in a Jutex. She hmm. grew up in an apartment building. She grew up in whatever. She never had a garden, never had that. Now that she's got into the gardening aspect, having people for barbecues, you guys all coming over, showing the house off. Now she's got like, look what we've got. Look what we've got. She's grown into the house. And Dude, she's doing we've, a good job with the flowers, too. Oh, she's, great. she's loving the flowers. She's uh, like, I mean, she's an artist at heart. She is an artist. So yeah. she does beautiful stuff with that. And that part of her, her life has grown in well. And she's bragging to my mom and uh, Brian. Brian is my mother's partner. My mom's 83. Brian's 82. My mother is a force of nature. Brian's great people bragging away to them about how much she absolutely loves her space. Sure. Hmm. And that's the thing is the other thing I think that has dawned on her is she's unique now. Hmm. Right. You know, she married a foreigner before many people did. Like, I mean, we were early adopters, so to speak, of the marriage deal. But another. She always knew, you know, it's different to have a foreign husband. But now. That piece of life. And our neighbors are awesome out there. And the people are great. And I talk to more people in one day than I talk to in a week back here. And it's weird because the population density out there is a lot. Oh, it's nothing. (laughs) We've got 11 houses in our area and another 20 up up the hill. And my wife's already closer with three or four of them than she was with anybody in the city. It's 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 weird how it works. eh? Uh, Very strange. One uh, for that, I wonder if it's like... Out there, you're not impressing anyone. Exactly. You kind of lose all the city mentality where... Very much so. You don't... It, it's not a pissing contest, mm. and you're wearing your harmony pants, and so am I, and mm. we're, we're just doing what, what makes us happy, and if you're happy is painting pictures in the garden, and you're happy is doing tomato art, hey, do I mean, you're not trying to impress anyone out there. Perfectly said in that way, Nate, because our neighbor, the lady who we call the power of the city, who told everybody, oh, my God, it's great to have a nice young couple in there. To which my wife replies, I'm young, but he ain't. (laughs) And even though my name is Jeff Young. But she makes, she sculpts. She makes little figurines. That makes her happy. Another guy up there, he's playing golf, doing his things. And guaranteed some of them are big money. But the, as you say, it's a level playing field out there. People give me, like, I mean, fresh cucumbers from our neighbor's garden the yesterday, right? And then the other guy comes down and shows me how to do this with my, like, I mean, he's a contractor, owns his own company. He's big money, but he's a great guy. And yeah. we sit there and drink makali together. There are no pretense, oh, no I mean, standing on ceremony, which I hate in so this country. I was going to say, it's probably not for everyone. No, and definitely not. I guess... He just made a good adjustment, but I wonder for, like, for some, not not social bugs. I mean, he used to go lots, but I wonder the social aspect must be the hardest thing to adjust to, the isolation. And you know, if you can't adapt to that and find a couple things you're passionate about to occupy the, the time, the empty time, it must be a pretty hard adjustment. Very well said also that whatever friend said to her, you know, aren't you feeling like, 
freaked out out there, as Nate said, isolated. Not the, just the isolation, but isolated mm. way out there. But being in Korea, 25 minutes, that's all it takes me to come into the office in Mugo. Mm. For them, that's a world away, all right? But Hee-jung put it best when she said to her friend, she said, my day-to-day is exactly the same. I have internet. I get in. I watch Trot TV all the time. If she doesn't watch 82 Singers a Night, I'm going to kill her for that one. But she says, you know, I got a nice house and I control my own life. Things she misses, things I miss, sometimes being able to just walk down the street and go meet friends for beers. Yeah. But instead, the trade-off is having a slice of heaven sure. where all my friends all the time if you can wanna, come. Yeah. If you want to, I think a whiskey on the patio, watching the stars, or something, or, or just oh. just watching and looking at them, staring at a mountain is. But more. if you focus on all the bad, like her friends, like well, don't you miss so. this? Yeah, but well, that's why a, a few of the friends, and I won't mention mm-hmm. names, who tried to make her feel like that. She's like, no, I'm living a great life here, and actually, one of the most interesting things is my wife and I have rediscovered our bliss together. Mm. We work together. I'm selling a bride at breakfast. We eat a lot more together. All right. We enjoy our movies together. I have done more bonding with my wife out there in one year than we did in the f- previous five to sure. that. Right. But I think that's part of the city life. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's more into go, I go, go. Thing, we have to thing. do that thing. When you're out there, it's there's not a lot of options. It's mm-hmm. it's either enjoy it together or or to be really isolated yeah. or, or maybe. I, I think too for anyone thinking of moving out there, if you take note of all, of all the things you do now and how often you meet friends and whatnot, oh, I think you'll so. find that you don't meet friends as often as you'd think, and you oh, don't. Very much you're so. not using whatever convenient amenities are in the city <laughs> as much as you'd like. Well, that's to think. I think when you're out there, you just realize that you don't miss it. As much as you thought you would, Maybe. until you get out there and try it and go, oh, yeah. I put Maybe it I don't by, miss that stuff at all. I put it best by uh, quoting a Jimmy Buffett song often: "Changes in latitude, changes in attitude." Hmm. Again, as Nate has just said, you said, Bry, is that if you look at it like, what am I? What are you missing? Right. Hmm. I don't look at it, what I'm missing. I'm looking at what I'm gaining. And then, you know, sure. you weigh, for example, as you just well. said, how often do you meet your friends, really, and have a good time doing that? Maybe once a week I did. I went out and got drunk, but I didn't felt like I, I didn't feel like I had a purpose to it. Yeah, sure. but even, even that, now, that, that went from a crew of eight or ten guys over the true. years down to two guys. Yeah, and, and now it's one. And... Marky, like you suck. Like, like you say, the, the purpose. What, 10 guys out, you know, that that's a pretty big social yeah, crew. It's and fun. But I'm not saying two guys isn't, but it's a lot, like you say, what is the purpose and are you, are you missing that? No. no I could see if it was 10 guys, you know, we used to do this or that or go play a league games of, or the thing. Or yeah, for, a league of, uh, you but, know, bowling, but, doing that. And those two, were the great times. Two guys yeah. sitting at the thing. I mean, even take the golf days. Yeah. And you guys were still golfing four, five, six guys strong. Right. But, I mean, that that's gone anyways. That left you. So, if you don't change, something will change you. Very much so. And I decided and well I didn't want to make the changes yourself. do the screen golf and I wanted to get out. And I don't miss it in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is, 
what you were just saying there, it became after a while, you know, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Just keep doing it. Why am I going out? Because that's what we do. Just because. I don't need to get away from my house. I much prefer to invite people out. You guys both come out. It's great just hanging out. Bri came out for a day. Chrissy before when he came to visit us, all right? Me and Chris hung out and I barbecued for him for the day. There's so many things that I enjoy more doing and I really find I connect more with people. And uh, my wife feels the same way, inviting friends down, they stay over. And then she says, we quite enjoy just being together out there. We don't feel the stress of, we got to go to another coffee shop. We should be here and we should do that. Sure. No, we're hanging out. Gets, so, yeah, overall, yeah. it's been a good thing. Yeah. I thought of, too, even uh, the convenience of having restaurants everywhere. Yeah. I think some, it seems like some of my students, they get, they eat out so much that it's stressful to find a new place or oh, it's like they feel like oh my god like we're here already we're in in it they're trying to find new uh, new places to go and new food mm-hmm. to eat and that's that's a stress in their life where it should be like oh, i don't feel like cooking tonight like let's go let's and enjoy go. a meal or let's yeah. celebrate this or that but it's yeah well, when anything becomes stressful in the fact that you've got to look for something just to get i also think it's the old the fomo effect everywhere sure everybody fears so much of missing out of one thing they like i mean we're talking about concentrating on uh, well the three of us been talking about it for a while me and al other people about de-stressing decluttering your life i have so de-stressed my life Reduce my bills, reduce my headaches. I get out there, I feel de-stressed. These kids nowadays are looking at, where do I go for a week? What's the best place? What's the in place? Who should I go? Blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, I feel that, especially with restaurants, which I do have quite a background in, that it's not about food anymore. It's about where you're seen where you went to did you go to the trendy place did you go and like i mean no, now i just I'm, want good food what's that and well I that's the thing is places that don't have it <laughs> right and that's the problem and i think the three of us especially know because we're all very good in the kitchen all right and we cook a little too oh better in the body joke Boom. but uh yeah like i'm just saying i go to so many places and i think this is garbage for what i'm paying for Epicurious? Right. Uh, Epicurious is a magazine. It's getting... Isn't that the... An Epicurean yes. is someone who is... Uh, he could also be a, a gastronomic master. But it's that comes from Epicure... Epicurious, which is... Uh, Philo- old philosopher. Yes, but he was his, a who loved the grape and loved the food. And his thing was, <coughs> it doesn't matter what he said. I think he could be enjoying uh, a very simple meal of like bread and cheese mm-hmm. as long as it's with good people. There I think you go. that was. I think. That well, was that's it. the other thing too is yeah. I've found that I've been cooking so many more interesting things mm-hmm. out there. But the other great thing is that when somebody comes over and I'm able to, you know, try something new and barbecue and fresh garden stuff, it it does make me feel. Wow, man. But also when you simplify and you do the declutter, it it gives you more time to do that stuff. You're not rushed Mm. to just cook, rushed to do dishes, rushed, rushed. But I, yeah, after coming out of Central Asia there, that whole, I've been trying to 
declutter the life for a while now. Mm-hmm. You just accumulate so much crap. No, the and best, that's, that's, that's the best thing of not moving home and getting one of those huge houses is to fill it up with don't shit. fill it up with, <laughs> you know, one room is Halloween decorations, one room is Christmas, one room is... Mm-hmm. You know, need all that stuff, man. Just more headaches and more space and more... Uh, my mother must have talked about it being in Canada. She's got a gorgeous house. I call it her oasis. Mm. Swimming pool in the back. Oh, I saw the picture. In-law apartment. Her garden is gorgeous. And she keeps saying, you know, if it gets too difficult, I will move to a place where I need less and less. She goes, because I realize we don't need that much anymore. We're quite happy to stay home and watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy every yeah. night, right? And she's talked about the decluttering. And then I've got a few friends here who are, they seem to be up cluttering, right? And they, like, I mean, doing more and getting more things. And I'm just looking out there. All I want, I am envious of one thing, gentlemen. My brother has some wicked tools, man. Yes. Oh, he's got two compressors and two nail guns. Man, I need a nail gun. What am I going to nail? Probably nothing. Probably nail myself to a wall or nail other (laughs) people. That's the thing at home, though. Everybody's got a Didn't a Russian guy nail his ball sack to the road? Oh, I heard something like that. Yeah, he did. For, uh... Doing protest some protest yeah. anymore. Everybody's got a huge tool chest and they use yeah. about a quarter of the tools. Well, my brother just built a, a beautiful uh, sunroom onto his house. Him and his buddy Sparky, this guy is just, you know, newfie as the day is long. Great people. He built a, I went out to visit uh, my brother. I was in Canada for six weeks this summer. And, uh, my brother lives in the Ottawa region. So his buddy, we go out there and he's got his own He's got his own, basically, uh, sawmill. And he built the sawmill where he's got his sawmill part. And then we went out there that day, and he was building a solar kiln. Yeah, the big thing. thing. That slices long trees. The whole does trees. Like, he's cutting trees out. The sawmill itself could have been a gorgeous rustic cabin. This guy is that good. Woodworking, right? And he's got a lady who does board and batten. Inside of that, I was like, I would have a vacation here. It's absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, my brother does use the tools. This this mm. sparky guy, he built his own house, built his own there. And guys, there's another thing out there. I built my own fence. I put a patio in. I put this in. You know, they're not gorgeous. They work. I'll get better. But just the fact of doing stuff, getting back. Using your hands. Getting back to basics has made me... So incredibly, shall we say, satisfied. Fulfilled. Man. Fulfilled, yeah. Right. Satisfied that I can do it. And I'm not talking about the, what I've done, just the fact that, well, that was fun. It was an experience. Hey, man, YouTube University. Learn how to do it. Just go to YouTube. It's all good. You said the guys are, there's other guys that are up cluttering. Mm-hmm. Something popped up on my feed the other day and it said the three stages of life wanting stuff accumulating stuff and getting rid of stuff there you go and and i mean that's what it is mm-hmm. you're young you got no money you want 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 now you got a job money you just fucking buy everything big time and then you're getting older and what do we got all this stuff for <laughs> to get rid of it all i would just, i think it's comforting for some people to very much to so have your a, stuff to have what your status stuff? to just be surrounded by shit hmm? yeah but it's not even when lena gina reads the books they go here when Gina reads it, it goes in the box and it goes out. You yeah. go to teach private lessons in the houses. 
The kids are now grade eight, nine, we ten. The Y series. They have like six walls in their house are just bookshelves. Yeah. Oh, there's for, so for many what? Like, what books. happens if you lose that? Do you lose your identity if you lose the Y series or what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, every single house, every bedroom has one or two walls of books. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that if you're reading unused. them. But, but I, so I always that make a point unused. now of asking, when's the last time you read one of these books? What would? Why wouldn't you get rid of them? Mm. Maybe you could put pictures up, art, whatever. So maybe something a little more. Inspired. Why wouldn't you get rid of all these books? Why don't we just don't? It's start just easy to keep them. Start a podcast. Yeah, and one of the, <laughs> start a podcast through the book. Well, another thing with books that I've been looking at lately is ever since I bought my Kindle, you know, uh, well, given my Kindle for a gift, and my sister loved the Kindle, fantastic, it works. But the other thing is, the only books I'm trying to keep now are. Hardcovers and hardcover that I oh, want to keep to remember you all. Dune. What's that? You got the Dune. Dune hardcover. Got Lord of the Rings. Want a good set. I want to get all those. But the rest of the books, Nate, <sighs> I have moved out. Okay, but hold on. My next book. Why keep the hardcover? <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. Now, I like, keep the hardcovers of books that I absolutely love and will read again yeah. in hardcover. See, you have Lord of the Rings hardcover? Yes, of course. Oh. And I've got uh, a couple of books that I absolutely love in hardcover. Lord of the Rings hardcover. I've got Aaron Fairburn, Five Smooth Stones. I was telling your yeah. wife. Fantastic book. Uh, what else do I got hardcover? I loved Brissinger. Uh, Brissinger, maybe yeah. it's uh, uh, Paolo, Christopher Paolini. Yeah, yeah. I Best got that. Three. As, and a lot. And the other one, Nate, are gifts. I love a good book as a gift. My grandmother gave me Robin Hood Tales mm. when I was in grade four, and it was all gilded pages, you know, bringing oh. it. And the, that just brings me back in nostalgia. But I agree with you. Other than that, the books. Books need to be read, man. Mm. That's the whole idea of a book. I, someone else has Disseminate. One, one. If you haven't used it in the last three months or six months, get rid of it. And and I came home from the trip there. We had a bit of a disaster yeah. with the oh, fridge. Jesus, that's um, brutal. But I, I said, like, you can bitch and whine about it, or you can just try and take a pie. I said, listen, this is just a restart. This, this is just a restart, man. Yeah. And talk about declutter, yeah. like. It just accumulates, right? Like we got stuff from mom in there from two, three years ago, like some, some whatever flour powder or something to make teas, and where you just lots of different kadus store them. But like three bags of pepper flakes, (laughs) and I was like, I don't know. I try and use them, but I I just Uh, don't use that much pepper flakes. I just go through my cupboard and going through that thing, and now now we got it, brother. And there's a huge going to be a huge conscious effort not to fill the fridge with stuff. And I was like. The fridge is the size of my car. Oh, yeah. Like, why is it full of stuff? Like, how oh, much can own. you eat? Exactly. When I had to bring all that shit down to the recycling, and it yeah. took me like ten trips of Costco bags, <laughs> there you go. bringing all the stuff, yeah. stinky, gross stuff down. How is there so much stuff in this oh, bloody thing? Yeah. And how much do I we decluttered need? my fridge before it went away? Hmm. I went through the freezer and the fridge, Jeffy, and like so, you said, so did we. Yeah, there you so go. did we. But the freezer has back. the freezer has X amount of stuff, and. Yeah. The fridge was was pretty empty, but man, I'm blaming it all on my wife. Blame it all on your wife. My other, my other decluttering one is my problems clothes. I think I I need this shirt because when I go to the farm, I need a dirty shirt. But you don't need nine dirty shirts or ten or twelve. I got you. Just need one or two. Now I got gardening shirts and mine is throwing out. So correct. Mine is throwing out like 
Okay, I got work clothes. Three shirts, and I have three pairs. My work clothes and my, my relaxed clothes are kind of the same usually. Then I don't need 10 garden shirts. Oh, it's so Farming true. shirts. Get rid of them. I, said, I, I had <laughs> seven pairs of track pants that I had two in there that I went through my shit <laughs> that I didn't know were there. <laughs> I bought them at Costco and they were sitting at the bottom. And I'm like, obviously, I really need these, don't I? Right? It's yeah. so true. And that's why I think good business opportunity. Let's start doing vintage here. Because the vintage they sell here, actually, I was talking to Victor and one of the other students. He says it's it's garbage, it's dog shit here, because you get a bunch of our t-shirts and all stuff. Of course, then it go Nate's t-shirt, my t-shirts. Brian can sell his shit. Now, now they won't fit anybody. Now my, my own personal rules: if I buy something, I got to throw two out. No, very. If nice. I bring one thing home, we throw two out. And if that's a if that's a, a toy or a, I mean, we don't really bring toys, but if it, they bring something home. Whatever it is. Marie Kondo, she quit after having babies, so you're up. I, Nate Kondo. I, I, read her right? book. I read her book. Hers a little bit OCD, but... Yeah. Well, um, who's Marie Kondo? Marie Kondo is the Japanese, Japanese... super organizer. Yeah, a decluttering. Place for, a place for everything. Yeah, a decluttering, making it all there. Hey, I, I told use, Hijong should you get on that. My I wife's some fantastic her, throwing I stuff up that I'm using. Yeah, well, my wife, she's adopted Marie Kondo so well that uh, I'm pretty sure one day I'm going to be put out to pasture. You know, is that throw I haven't it out used him for a while. If you don't use it for yeah, three months? Yeah, basically, there's oh, all kinds of things. That. Hers isn't three months. Hers is probably three hours. How do you throw a out? Hers is probably three hours. Mm, well, there you go. <laughs> you gotta, my, my wife tried to throw out the mangina, but, you know, what are you going to do with that? It's all yeah. good. Um, but yeah, anyway, decluttered bribe. Marie Kondo has been famous. And then I guess she had her kids and realized once you have the kids, she cluttered. Yeah. So she can't preach what she she does. Well, but the idea of just, you know, I think she's still lack be, of be, accumulation. Be conscious. Be yeah, conscious be of conscious what you're, you're And it's so true. But Nate, when you just said that, I went home after summer, again, wearing my nice yellow stone. I like By the way. Jeff Youngblood. Jeff Youngblood got that <laughs> at the U store, Nate. It was a hockey tournament, man, because a, it's a Jeff Young and then Youngblood. But again, I bought a bunch of stuff. And then I came back home and I'm like, Son of a bitch. There's so much I just don't wear. Yeah. Like Nate says, I got I can even name my shirts. And you don't outside. like how, how often do you go out? No. Then wear them. Maybe like, don't I even. go out once a month. Like I don't even you know, that's what I said. Like I don't wear jeans and t shirts. So I haven't worn jeans I in have, a year. I have work clothes and years. I come home and it's shorts. That's there it. you go. And, and exactly the same. I yeah. don't really need anything and else. I, uh, the one thing I was very proud of buying about a Levi's jean jacket or a corduroy jacket that is perfect because it's not too thick, not too thin, perfect for the weather we it, get here. It's like a November. There you go. That basically Canada November jacket, yeah. not Canada deadly winter jacket. But yeah, but you're right. There's so much crap that I have. Like my wife, she needs to just get rid of so many of her clothes that she just doesn't wear. Me, I know what I'm going to wear and do those things, but there's so many things, like you said, go through the I'm never going to wear those shorts again. Mm. I haven't worn them in five years. I'm you gonna, think it's going to come back? I adopted the Steve Jobs style where, and some of those other guys. Don't waste your brain power thinking of what you're going to wear in the morning. You know, I find a pair of pants I like, buy four of them. Well, Steve Jobs fixed that Who, by wearing black all the time that, internally. That, 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 like, that, I mean, that, that's what I mean. That's what he, he said. He I didn't agree. want to waste time. He just mm -hmm. jeans in my shirt. I had 20 of the same, 10 of the same shirts. Just put it on. We got washing machines. It's not 1940. 
There we got go. washing machines. You get it dirty, you wash it, it's good tomorrow. So, And if you're my wife, the washing machine works 24-7. Because if it turns off, I think she may die. I don't know. She's got a connection. <laughs> it's like, I don't uh, know who's making the dirty shit, but probably men she's got in the like house lost. when I'm not they there. They got to keep pushing the button. Oh, every, keep pushing else. the button. Do or die. Just keep going through. Keeps okay, going tell through. Okay, tell us about this excursion back home. How, it's uh, been a while. You were legal the last six times, so yeah. did the statute of limitations expire? Oh, uh, well, I'm good to go in my country, not so much in the USA. Uh, just overview. <laughs> my... Uh, uh, this summer hadn't been home back for a while, so needed to go see mom and the family. A while is what five years? Uh, five plus, yeah. So five plus, we were well again the classic COVID story, right? We my mom's 80th. We were going to have the big party for it, and it was coming that summer, and we just started making plans, getting the tickets, and then. Ba boom, and then we didn't want to go back last summer because of uh, we heard cancellations are coming up the ass. Not everybody's up to speed. Well, even They're the stress sp- of coming back home. Yeah, Nate was talking about getting tests two minutes before. Yeah, well, exactly. Oh. All the testing and all the garbage and what have mm. you. So this year we decided we booked early. Might be coming back. What's that? Oh yeah, well, <laughs> testing and massive. Biden just said not in the next two weeks. Biden just said he's doing vaccinate recommended vaccinations for the whole country. There you go. Well, my mom's got five. Five what? Vaccinations. Five? She's up to. She's getting her six. (laughs) Is she going for a record? I think so. The old people. It's a flu shot. That's what she says. She. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? It's it's helped so far. Why I didn't know you're I? allowed to get that. No, we can go and get our next one if we want, right? You can go oh, to the, the local goo office and get your next one. Anyway, decided to go. We made the chair. First of all, don't fly Air Canada or anything into Toronto. Damn it. It was so damn expensive comparatively. So we got great, a great deal. Uh, $2.3 million for both of us. Upgraded tickets, so extra luggage on the way back. All right, we flew to New York City via uh, Hong Kong on Cathay Pacific. Cathay Pacific out of China, baby. Incheon, Hong Kong, like Hong Kong was long enough to have a couple of smokes, and then we're on the airport, Hong Kong to JFK. And then we did three days in New York, two days in Boston. Uh, He and his uh, friend there, Helen, great lady, drove us up to Niagara Falls. Then He Jung and I just spent with our family probably two and a half weeks. He Jung left. Then I did six days, Vancouver and Whistler. Came back, did a few days in Toronto, then went up to Ingleside outside of Cornwall to see my buddy Carrie, who lives in China. We did three or four days with the boys hanging out, and then I did two more days in Ottawa, came back. So I basically saw a hell of a lot of Canada and America in that I dipped my feet in both oceans, in the Atlantic and the Pacific during this vacation, which is Pretty damn cool when you think about it. If, so, Nate, if Nate didn't kill Terry Fox, he would have did that too. There you go. I got that nice Terry Fox shirt too. That was that, nice. That's a very nice Terry yeah. Fox shirt. Yeah. All good to go. So overall, fantastic vacation. First time in, I think, 14 years. 
all four children together were in the same spot. That's my fantastic. mom, it was bliss for her. We were all there with our partners. And my mom said the greatest thing. She says, you know, you are all our best friends, but you all like each other. Mm. So many families, they just His mom don't just like each other. And the mom just was like going, oh my God, he can't be in the room with him. And this sister-in-law hates that. We were all great together. Speaking on that point, mm -hmm. dad, dad asked, how was the trip? And I said, you know, I think A+. Plus. I mean, we didn't lose any kids. <laughs> we didn't lose any phones. We didn't have to pay any get arrested or anything. That's awesome. Medical man. bills. No, I can't get arrested either. And I think, <laughs> I think the, these days, most families probably can't live together 24 hours for oh. five weeks together. No. Like most, most people would throw a kid or a husband or a wife out and <laughs> there'd be a few major blow-ups. Yeah, and, and, and trip, sure. I said, just... In this day and age, being able to spend 24, literally 24 hours a day with my family for that long, I think is a huge accomplishment. Sure. Well done. And it wasn't even, I don't think that wasn't even the challenge, the challenging parts were the toilets and everything else. But <laughs> So I, I said, yeah, I think it, huh? it's great. Now, like I say, we, we, we'll go home next summer and we're the same thing. Everyone will be together, mom and dad's 50th. Huh? But uh, I, it'll probably be more challenging than, than what I just did there. And well, you're just with your family, corralling them, getting all the families together can always say. But well, you say saying, bringing all the different spouses together and stuff, and, and the siblings and, and yeah. stuff has changed. I mean, it's, it's different, mm -hmm. man. So and for us, like I cool say, the four of us, we still get along well. My sister's an aberration, but we put up with her, <laughs> uh, and uh, we get along great. The spouses all get along well. Very amazed to see. My sister's husband, who is, he's 6'6", a good 320 pounds, with my wife, who is 5'3", yeah. you know, whatever you want to say, uh, kilos, 51 kilos, 110 pounds maximum. <laughs> Those two sitting next to each other and my wife crushing them without eating them. And they get along famously, those two. They consider themselves the outsiders. He's English. She's Korean. They are the outsiders of the family. They get along famously. But, yeah, we all get along well. Great to see my aunts. Great to see that. But they're the classic one. Nate, you know the deal, Bri. You know our Niagara Falls. My cousins, let's just say Italians, four of them in the city. And at any given time, they cannot sit in the same room together. They're just <laughs> my grand, my aunt <laughs> hates one thing. And this guy hates this cousin hates that cousin. Not one of them showed up at our house. At my mom's house for seeing me and coming back. I haven't seen them in X amount of years. Don't miss them in the slightest because they just bring drama. But then there's my younger aunt, her son, and her daughter. And we all talked on WhatsApp. And, mm. uh, you know, we were all meeting and hanging out. So seeing the people, uh, my buddy out in Vancouver got a $100 million IPO coming, wow. right? He's doing fantastic, buddies in Whistler. Sister living with her best friend up in Toronto, two blocks from Drake's house, on the off the bridal path. Money, <laughs> money, money. Uh, uh, my buddy from Korea or from China, Carrie, good friend of ours, um, running a great school up in China. His mom just passed. It's a shame that we all met, but all the boys showed up. Mikey, Troy, all these guys from back Korea in the day. And 
It's something interesting, gentlemen, that I noticed about the phenomena. I used to bother the shit out of those guys and say, you go back to Canada, why do you guys hang out together? But sure, the longer I was in Canada and talking to people, you got friends like, so what do you what have you been doing? What do you mean, what have I been doing? Yeah. <laughs> I've lived in Korea for 27 fucking years, you assholes. Yeah. Like, I've got a, a, a ton of things that have happened. What are you doing? Oh, I was at so-and-so. Do you know? Again, if they're all positive and their lives are good, but I found that it was really hard to share with people who had no global viewpoint. That's my hardest problem. That's the right? reverse culture shock. There, uh, again, it's whatever you want to say. It's lip service. Yes. You know, what's it like over there? You want to know? I'll tell you for six days. There you go. You just want to ask the question, then talk about the bills or whatever Whatever. Else. Exactly. Sports. There are, though. And I got a great buddy, Peter Lestrade. No, I, I would be drawn to... I think that's natural. That's why the Koreans are drawn to the Koreans. That's why... South Africans are drawn to South Africans here. I agree. Canadians I agree. But again, I just think, Brian and I talked about that with Julian. Mm. Questing minds, like people who want to know. I want to know your experiences. Share with me your life. That's, you're from here. You're from there. I'm sorry. My family is always at. My mom and dad stressed. Jeffy. God love them. The travel is the best classroom. I was up. I was up. 6.30, 7, 7.30 most days. Mm -hmm. And I'd be down having breakfast and I talked to 25 people already before. And then I'm gonna, or, or I would say, hey, like breakfast is done two hours later. I said, breakfast is done. Are you guys coming? Like come down and eat. And they come down. I'm talking to the Italians here, the French guys here, the local the Uzbeks or Russians here. I got 20 new buddies before breakfast is done, man. You know? And Brian and I were talking about it, and my mom laughed because she said, "I'm, you know, you guys know I'm, I'm basically a shy person. Yeah, yeah okay. I've been trying to come out of my shell for a long time, but my mother just laughing at me. <clears throat> I met so many fantastic people across the globe. Uh, sorry, I wasn't across the globe. They were from across the globe. And she saw on one of the talk shows, I think it was, uh, what was the girl in E.T.? My brain's flipping out. Little girl. Drew Barrymore. Just about how. Entertainment tonight? Uh, no, Drew Barrymore's got a talk show, I think. Does she? YouTube. Uh, E.T.? E. Do you mean the movie, E.T.? No, no, no. She was in E.T. the movie. Yeah. Drew Barrymore right, played the little girl. Oh. Go back and watch it. Way back. Henry Thomas, Drew Barrymore. I'm trying to think who was the mother. Can't think that now. Anyhow, um, she had a thing and she said uh, on her talk show that the happiest people in the world are people who will talk to random strangers. And on the... You sent you that article yesterday. You just you did. Yeah. And the, on the obverse side of the coin... And, and Dennis yesterday said, you know, the thing about old people dying. And, and I said... No, it's, you know, one of the biggest causes of death back home is loneliness loneliness, and not being connected to anyone. There you go. And interesting thing, an aside, my mother, as I said, force of nature, 83 years old. <laughs> Last thing I hung out with her did on the Friday before I came back, we delivered Meals on Wheels. Beautiful. And my mother went in and she's like, I'm going to spend a few minutes. Mom, I'll go out and have a smoke. You go and connect with the people. Sweet. Connecting with people at her age is making sure they got... And she says, and she says, knock on wood, her and Brian, 
fantastic. They fight, they do, but they've got each other. And thank God for those two having that. But my mom, I think it's the familial thing that we all do it. We connect with people, but you're right. As people get older, I think the isolation and the loneliness is the killer. Yeah. It is the game killer, the mind and that's killer. Why, the whole that's deal. why I think the nursing homes and stuff are cool. If they, yeah. 100%. If they have game night, card night, dancing night, whatever Very night. Very much so. Even if you got dementia or whatever it is. Florida it, retirement you're, communities. You're connected Fantastic. to Exactly. And they're living in your house, things. Living in your house in minus 25 in the oh, winter. Can't imagine. You know, slip and fall accidents through uh-huh. the roof. You're scared to go out. No. You got no six way. months, you know, where it's challenging right. to get out for elder people who might have mobility issues. Yeah, Brian. Man, if, if you can cruise around in your golf cart. And you don't even have to get out of your golf cart. Exactly. You pull into happy hour, have a beverage, <laughs> drive around to the neighbors, talk about this, that. Like, Fantastic. It, it's so much, so much. Yeah, mom and Brian just rented a house in Florida. Gorgeous. And talk about the COVID blip, as they like to say, the uh, five years. Now, prices have gone up, up the ass over there. But in Florida, in Florida, renting a house, it would have cost them three, maybe two, twenty five hundred for a month. Eight grand. And this was not the best Whoa. house. Eight grand for a month. Now, where, swimming where pool. And they're in Florida on the intercoastal. I couldn't even tell. Jupiter, maybe? Oh. Jupiter, Florida? Yeah. Anyway, good air, beautiful house, three bedrooms. We're even thinking of going to visit them. But they're like, we got to get out. Mm. We got to have that. We can't stand this, Canada. And my mom and Bri, were, they're travelers. They mm. can't. They're not as mobile now. But like Nate says, it's, get a golf cart. Do the deal. He thing I realized that. kind of getting older. They should move down there. When you're young, you're just oblivious to it all. But that no, seasonal depressional disorder. Oh, sad. If you're if you're 65 with a sore hip or 80 with with a bad knee, man, mm. you. It, it wears on you, man. The sun coming up at 9, 9.30, going down at 4, whew, with the cold, with not going out. Like, sure. mom and dad have people over for dinner regularly sure. and stuff. But still, that's not that much connection over the course of it all you know, a long it. winter. Like, yeah. man. And, mm-hmm. like, what are the hobbies? If you can't curl anymore and you're not out riding snow machines at 80. So, what? No. like, what are your social activities at, at that age? And you know, Casino. Yeah. yeah, my mom and Brian love the casino, and they say they can get out. He presses buttons in there. She can smoke over there. By the way, the U.S. casino, because Canadian casinos, because of that communist country, they don't give the bonus things. I'm sorry, the U.S. casino, every week they give her a $100, both of them, $100 meal voucher. They yeah. get free rooms twice a month. Free concerts sent in, and because my mother's name is Anne-Marie Young, they keep thinking she's Asian, so they send her all the Asian promotions, too. So she's quite happy to get those. But anyway, yeah, got something to do. And they are saying in the winter, that's one of the things they enjoy because they can get out and do it, yeah. right? Just love and the free drinks over there. There you go, free yeah. drinks and doing that. But, but <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. The lack of connection, the lack of meeting people is what crushes them. And that, as you said, sad, seasonal, what? Affective disorder, right? It's a definite thing there. I can't imagine being crushed. Like mom said. I used to kind of slough it off and laugh at it. I was like, come on. And, you know, guys are getting sunlights and artificial sunlights or whatever in there. You know, if you're an office guy and you go to work at 7 and come home at 5 or 6 and there's no sun, like that must. 
it must play a that's part. That's a Huberman that. thing, yeah. You got to get the sun in the yeah. sun in your eyes oh, in the morning. Think about that, yeah. Serotonin, man. Like but here, now, now thinking more about life and and yeah. health and whatever. Like, oh shit! Man, I'm approaching sixty in a couple of weeks, gentlemen. And yeah. uh, so, what do you? What I was just going to ask. What's the plan for for staying connected? Uh in my we've been case, trying to get you to volunteer for eight years. My case, <laughs> I actually do. I agree with you too. A volunteer. Um, I do want to get more into volunteering. I was going to mention to really? both of you. Uh, but the problem for me is that during the semester, I'm balls to the wall, busy with a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right? Like, I mean, doing Gayland 1 and Gayland 2, right? Okay? <laughs> All right? So, I mean, gay isn't happy. Please, nobody get me there. Um, uh like we've but that's got, every other that's every we've other got weekend. those nowadays that covers sometimes three times a month yeah. then I, and I got Sunday for myself basically and during the semester I got a lot of extra things that are thrown at so me so that's the question then isn't it time to, to dial it back a bit well again because, no, because but if work facilitates right. the connections now no? when when you're can right. you hold on but when can you work until the when law is 63 or something, isn't it? 65, I 65. think. And again, there's a good so, question. So, Everybody so asks me, thing. when are you retiring? Once once you get out, not because you mm -hmm. want to, because I think you can go till you're 80. And I, that's why I think guys are professors till they're 80, because they, that's their whole life. It's oh, their, their identity. They're, they're there. They they're, are. They're experts in their field. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're forced out... I think like lots of these Korean guys bought out at 48, 52. Oh, like you lose your whole purpose. Home, what do you do? So Open many a pizza people. shop or a chicken shop. A chicken run. And, and it, you don't have any business experience. You don't know what you're doing. And then you, you kind of lose everything. Very and then much. you're back to doing some bullshit job that you hate at, at 55, 60. Mm. But if you're forced out at 63, 65, 68, whatever it is, mm -hmm. that's a hard time to start making new connections. Well, then, for right? me... I, I think that's kind of like where you have to have a transition for me, that two, house, three, four years. To that house is one of the reasons I am out there because I will, uh, much to the chagrin of my wife, of course, but I will start doing camps. I will start having it. And I'm going to do it on my own dime. Sorry. On my own timetable on my own style on my own work that i want to do it hey man i know how to run these camps i've been running them for years for yeah. people left and right and that's part of what i want to do but right now as for dialing it back think about it. i had more privates than anybody hmm. <laughs> right i ran full-on privates i was the first one to do seven years of just privates i got one private on my friday of four great ladies who absolutely love they're just like i mean it's not even a class of english it's just gossip and and yeah. updating and hanging they're just wonderful people and i really <laughs> no exactly they are the best ones those guys are fantastic and they're more friends and we hang out i sometimes feel bad getting paid for it still want to get paid for it though you know <laughs> but but again people ask me nate everybody asking me as you go back you watch brian when you're getting back there everyone talking about I saw so many people retire without a raison d'etre. All right? They had no reason for being, like I said, I won't mention, but somebody in my family hanging out with my mother's boyfriend. He's got a perfect life. He's got golf three times a week, and he's got mobility issues, but he gets out there. Mm. Golf three times a week. He meets with his buddies twice a week doing that. My mom is happy to stay home, cook when she can, 
meet people when she does, meets her sisters, meet, you know, they have got it dialed in, man. Good pensions you for gotta both find, of them. You got to find what works for you. You got to find the balance, right? Yeah. And for me, right now, the balance is the good balance is the fact that 15 weeks, I work hard, right? I do, sorry, want 12. <laughs> 15 with some brains. Eh? 10, <laughs> 9, maybe. If we can work it good. And I have dialed a lot of That's it back. It yeah. And one of the things you're talking about connection. My wife is an interesting person because we're so opposite. She's quite content alone, doing her own little things. She doesn't need the social connect. When she does, she goes out to Daegu and meets a friend, goes to Busan, goes into the city and hangs out with friends there, right? For me, one of the reasons I absolutely love teaching, you might have heard, you two, you might have realized, I am a talkaholic. I have no problem with that. I love meeting new people. And more than anything, my job is about the connection with the kids. That's where Brian's got to level people. up his talkaholic for yeah. <laughs> he's coming to work. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. you got to level up your talkaholic uh, level there. Yeah, oh, if you, dude, if you come at the college, we'll get you in, but you got to talk a lot more. I, you got you to gotta battle with me and Jeff on, the, on well. the loudspeakers. They, they allowed us, They not, not joking. At the college, <laughs> if Nate's on one floor, they're like, oh, Nate's on that floor. We put Jeff on the other floor. They oh, divide us by floors. Now they're even dividing me by buildings. They're oh, like throwing me in another building because uh, nobody else loud. can hear me. I remember, dude, just being at dinner. Oh, I think wow. it was you two and Al and Mark, and we were eating uh, uh, clams one time. And you, I just kind of stepped back and I was like, these are the four fucking loudest people I've ever heard in my life. It like the whole restaurant was just in the shat in the in the auditory they, shadow. They, they yes, yeah. the auditory umbrella covering, and they're just <laughs> trying to bounce off our force field. They oh eh? get away, going on uh, there. Yeah, I was gonna say like I think for us, like someone asked me, what about retirement? I was, I have no plans to retire. Again, what is if you that that's the thing. If you're I mean, my retirement might be driving a Zamboni in, in small town Canada. I don't Very know. much. Or, or here. Yeah. Might be driving the Zamboni here or starting a hockey team. I just and, know I will never be uh, spending six months a year in snow. Just the, not, just yeah. saying. The heat's Listen, bad enough, but the, the snow, snow is awesome when you're young, right? Like you don't even oh, think yeah, minus you, don't 10, have minus to, 40. you don't have to shovel it but before you go to work. Once you once you get older, like my opinion is who would choose to live in Winnipeg, oh. Manitoba? Oh. I mean, just for that alone, if you don't enjoy ice fishing and riding yeah. snow machines in minus exactly. 40, there's no reason I get no to reason be there. Whatsoever. None. None. <laughs> no and pe- the fact that people choose to move make there more is... sense every uh, day. And, and, and listen, if you the summers are awesome, the fall, the spring, fine. Oh, but yes, gorgeous if you can awesome. do summers down south, then great spot. But mm-hmm. otherwise, the older I get, the more I think, who would, who would choose that... I think Ulsan winter is is good. It's cold enough to kill everything off. Yeah. Refresh the system for a month or something there. Yeah. And then it's kind of, you know, oh, there's no fantastic. big deep freeze or Knock like on wood. coming out of a I like hibernation. That. I like here, man, even around this time here where it's still a little bit dark in the morning. I, I, it's very calming for me, even oh. through the even through I the love, winter. like I said, I'm always up before the wife. And uh, I love, like I said, this morning got up early, obviously, and watching the sunrise over the mountains Beautiful. and the sunset over there but yeah doing the deal but the cold weather the snow 
I'm sorry, I could never live. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Not like, I mean, idea. I don't know how they do it. Now, as you said, we could do hockey. it. We, we, we no, would no, never. Of physically, want we can, of course, do, do it. Mentally, I don't think I could withstand that. Like, I just go absolutely nuts where well, so you listen, can't do that. So, mom and dad were in Florida for 10, 12 years. Right. Now, what the health declines. And, you know, they, they felt like they kind of not wore out their, their stay, but they did everything. We used to go there. Everyone used to go there. Went right. to Disney, this, that. I'm not saying they wouldn't still want to be there now if they could, right. but now they've sold their place, and now they think going for a month, you know, staying Christmas with the grandkids mm-hmm. and, sure. and stuff is, you know, you'd be in Florida, fly home for Christmas, fly back. But, so now it's kind of like maybe go for January when all the festivities are done. Canada's not too crazy before. Like I remember December's don't even have snow sometimes. Mm. So I remember even getting close to Christmas without snow sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah. So if you now if you can get to that point and, and enjoy Christmas with the family and grandkids, then go for a month in January. That's what my... The, the problem is insurance, insurance doesn't cover you. Once you get X amount of health conditions, you can only get like 30 days insurance. Mm. So then yeah. like their friends fly back every month. Fly back, stay yeah. for a weekend, make sure there's something going on at home, graduation, <laughs> hockey games, whatever, and then fly back. And so the health, we the health plays a we role. We won't in get it. into the health issues over in Canada because, gentlemen, I know I had the COVID blip. <laughs> we won't. I, I, we, I had the COVID blip and I went back to Canada, but that fucking country is a shithole. And I don't mean the people are fantastic. I met so many wonderful people in the whole deal, but. The health system, seriously, so many holes in it. Again, and it, it, the older people, my mom said, personally, she's been very fortunate. Brian, the guy's had two open heart surgeries. Mm. Like, you can't come on. But getting appointments, getting signed up for this, so many people complaining across the thing. Hey, we live in Korea, man. We got a health problem. It's dealt with immediately. Yeah. If I wait more than four minutes for my doctor, I'm thinking... Oh, it must be a really busy day. I can't imagine that. It's not just health. It's it's everything. It all the, bureau, the all the bureaucratic shit. You look, we're, we're, I don't know if I was talking to you about it, but the girl waiting for her papers to come in from the states. Oh. She had to extend her visa. Went on a yeah. tourist visa. Now she's called illegal. But Koreans can't understand that it can take months to get something notarized. That's ridiculous. Or signed off by the government. We're here. You get a passport in four days. Here, if it takes <laughs> if it takes longer than than a day, they think something's wrong with the system. Right. So, yes, immigration might think you're full of baloney when you tell them you know you're on your third tourist visa in a row, waiting for your papers to come from the states or Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they just can't They're comprehend, and, and there's no reason why that stuff should take that long. No, but That's I, I I wonder if we'll get ever get someone in because I think healthcare is a major thing that you could run on if you had a feasible plan. But we to, we used to prior I used to anyway well, brag about to be, it. Canada's calling card internationally, yeah. globally, was the health system is phenomenal. Yeah. My sister, for example, just moved back from Spain. Mm. Okay? And OHIP, Ontario Health Insurance Plan now, mm. she got gets OHIP now. There's no waiting period. Mm. It's immediate, which is great, really? right? I thought it was three months. It used to be. Now wow. it's immediate. Yeah, there you go. Well, man. they can re- either way. They can, yeah. You can get health care and it's retroactively. Yeah. Anyway, if, it's like if you got a brutal diagnosis over here, you could just fly home and yeah, as yeah. you'd be registered but regard, for health. But re- regardless, you could pay for it for the old way. Yeah. If he says it's true, you pay for three months, then retroactively it's reimbursed. Yeah, but she's basically on whole hip. Now, her husband, he ain't covered. 
right? Big guy, health yeah. issues, the whole deal. Spain, they told me, was phenomenal. Yeah. Excellent health system. Maybe it's similar so to weird. Korea. You, you never think about You never Spain think of Spain, a, exactly, yeah. being that. They come back to Canada, and she's like, the wait, you just said, the waiting periods, the infrastructure not built for, we don't have enough nurses, they don't have enough doctors, they don't have enough this, uh, and they're taking in a million immigrants. They took in a million immigrants uh, there, without an infrastructure, without this, without there that. A problem in Toronto with where to house them? They were oh, just living on the street? Not just Toronto. I was listening to a uh, podcast there, uh, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia, I think, took in 500,000 of them. No. Uh, in in five years, okay. they took five hundred thousand immigrants. Sorry, yeah. Nate, I didn't put that in perspective. Or they're going to be taking five hundred thousand. Yeah. Canada, as a whole, took a million in last year. But they're talking about uh, in Nova Scotia, for example, you're bringing people in from various cultures, and they don't have a cultural hotline set up. Mm. They don't have somebody who speaks their language. They don't have anything to facilitate. They're getting the jobs. And, by the way, my hometown bride, Niagara, every convenience store, every gas station, you don't see white kids in there. No. They're all immigrant brown kids working mm. there and doing their great kids. I had so many wonderful conversations. And I'm not just talking Niagara. This was Ottawa. Cornwall. I stopped in so many places. I Next didn't generation. see any of the old Canadians in there. Next generation in there working their butts off to do it. But they're also telling me that the infrastructure has not been set up. If I saw one more fuck Trudeau sign on a park, like mm. people absolutely hating Trudeau, mm. Canadians left, Canadians right. Yes because and no. No, no, I'm just saying. I heard Somehow he's still got the majority vote Very for much the last so, but uh, well, he's a minority of government right now. But mm. anyway, I'm not getting wading into the minefield of politics right now. But my point was, was that they're bringing all this in, but meanwhile, the health system, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, epic fail. Mm. All right? It's still got good things to it. It's still got some great care options. Good the the, the wait times are ridiculous. Yeah. They've got people coming in like our friend Siddiqui, who's a doctor, mm. whose English is good enough to teach it. Mm. All right, but he can't become a doctor. I met a girl on the plane. She's studying to be a nurse. She was in India, a licensed practical nurse for two years. But she has to come to Canada and take a year. Her English was excellent. Yeah, but it's not that. That's why they take the Filipinos. Right. Because they've made a program in the Philippines that matches the Canadian yeah, system. Yeah, whatever. Well, so they, they got to change in. the damn system. But my, my point being, Nate, overall, they've created this system itself, brought the immigrants. I'm so glad we're an open country, Canada. Mm. I love the diversity of it. I love talking to people from all over and finding out their stories. But, but we need, need a softer landing for uh, when they come. So here. much. Everybody said uh, housing. My brother lives in um, uh, Russell. Russell's, excuse me, outside of Ottawa. Russell right? and a rumble. Russell and a rumble. <laughs> and he lives outside of Ottawa and he's saying, in Russell alone, they've already did 700 new houses there, 800 coming. Niagara, Bri, when you've got population went from 83,000 
Next year, they figured it'll be up to 95,000. No. I've been in my class at 72. Uh, when I left, it was 72. <laughs> yeah. There it is. But Jeez. I'm saying, they've got all these places. They're putting all this stuff up. But it doesn't seem that they have the centers to take care of them, to explain what happens in the system, yeah. to explain how to get this done. So the, I like, overall, yeah. and the homeless and the drugs yeah, out there. Hey, it's not about the pot. Pot shops on every corner, of course. That's mm. crazy. That's fine. Yeah. But even the pot guy is telling the wrecks all drugs, hiding the coding. People doing drug deals left and right for wow. people strung out on the streets. Ah, I don't know the solution. Mm. All I know is. I'm so happy to be living in Korea. Yeah. You know, this Korean life ain't a bad life. There are some things I don't like, and I will rail against it. It's not Nirvana. It's mm. not Eden. But I'll tell you, North America has some major, major issues. Yeah. Not major to say they issues. Can't claw back and to where they were. At the about. end, the pricing. But the scary part is that it the seems pricing. like they're not, they're not being Ridiculous. addressed. Ridiculous. No, that's what everybody's complaining the opioid, about there. The opioid pandemic. Not medical, happening. That's why I said if somebody can. The Sacklers paid $7 billion, uh, What's that? This, yeah. The Sackler family. Oh, boy. If it, somebody it, can put it, together it, a, be lynched. A, a plan to to upend the, the health system and come up with a feasible Feasible. Plan, that's the key. Feasible and affordable. I that think, can be I mean, done. Would, then it's not about left or right is it it's like no hey this guy makes sense what, what i don't care where he's from what party he's from that used to it be makes sense look calling cards Canada. this look here's how the budget works this budget makes we sense they're not get, stealing we could get a left right get together and come up with a major backing non-party non uh uh, divided lines, all right, the which people. they for the good of the people, and it used to be that way, and I still think it can be that way in Canada. But that's what I mean. When's the have the solution? And, and we've come to this part where it's more like America, where yeah, the left's in, hate the left; the right's in, hate the right, and, mm. and it's just whoever, whatever. It's so it's just too divided. Yeah, but and, and Corona didn't help that at all. Close. And the blip and the Ontario the Ontario things. population is just too big. It, and then, it doesn't balance the country at all. It, there you it, go. It just is it right? is it good that we're taking in lots of uh, lots of immigrants? Or I mean, the, taking so, them in is yeah. great. If you just you made the best mm. best line about it. If there's no soft place to land, mm. you're taking them out of their original culture, bringing but, them into our culture. A lot of things are better. I think but it's good at to the end of the day. At the end of the day. They need the infrastructure. But at the, but at the same time, so brother-in-law is a contractor, mm -hmm. builds houses, does everything from from buying the land, developing the land, selling the houses, etc. So mm -hmm. he's got no workers. The guys that are in Canada don't want to work. There's another thing. You bring right? over. He's not. You bring over. You bring over plane loads of Ukrainians. Yeah. The guys come to work tomorrow. The guy learns for a week how to do Koreans over how there. to do, do soft brickwork. He brings over work. They come over. Not. He says, "Hey, I desperately need soffit and fascia guys. I can't there find anybody. I've gone through twenty guys in three weeks. You can't imagine the garbage I've gone through. Yeah. I just need somebody. A couple Ukrainian guys come in straight off the plane at work in two days, fully trained on soffit and fascia in two weeks." 
And these guys are making and 50, 60 bucks an hour and they work off the there. plane. And they mm. work hard. No bitching, sure. no complaining, no anything. Hard. I, I got no so, problem with that. So And it's a good idea. So yeah. these but. are the guys who want to work, who appreciate it, who, who will work hard. The problem is, I think a big problem is, the people who are just sitting around waiting, you know, for the five-star job. And the CEO job. You don't start at a CEO. You don't start at five no. stars. You don't Nobody start, wants to start air con in a bottom. suit. Nobody starts like that. You mm-hmm. gotta do the other jobs. Sounds sounds like the criticism we used to have here of the younger generation. So if you don't well, again, yeah, so if you don't bring the these way, guys, who's gonna do all it? The way, and the pro- I agree. The, the immigrant is, people are the ones who are willing to work. The and problem put the is time in. One of the problems is housing and why the housing markets are so crazy. That's all I'm saying. For there's the a lack of housing, so the cost yeah. of rent, but. Somehow, people from all over the world keep going to Canada and keep making it under all these conditions that I agree. Canadians are saying are so difficult. Right. Well, how are these guys coming from third world countries and they can make it, but well, Canadians with good jobs say it's so hard to make it? Yeah, 100%. Maybe you've got to bring down the, the standard a bit. Here, there you are. We are not, well, I'm sorry, I'm speaking as Everybody a wants native to live. Canadian. There you go. Living conditions. For example, the immigrants will come in, and I met a very nice Indian girl who actually sold me this shirt. Mm. All right. Asked her about her background. And it was quite funny because she was very hesitant at first. And I said, I don't live in Canada anymore. Explain my background. I just like talking and finding out where you're from. And I remember her name was Hulan. Right. Very strange name. I said, and she she was Punjabi. And she said, when we come over here, right, I live in a house. There's four families in that house. All right. That's how you get to the next generation. That's how. And she said, what my uncle did is he bought the first house. He got four families in with uncles, cousins doing the deal, right? Mm. And then they bought the second house. They brought more over. And she said, right from the get-go, we all work. We all pool our money. We're all that. And, and what you just said. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying that people I'm just have saying, to do that necessarily. But but we are do Native what works. Canadians. Do Native works. Canadians are unwilling to do that. Yeah. My living niece in a, and nephew. Li- living in a half-million-dollar house, three-quarters-million-dollar oh. house on 60, 70 grand right. is, is not sustainable. No, but, but that but that's like the standard now is yeah. people living way beyond their means and, and this is a, a trying to get into the market. Eight hundred grand in Niagara Falls for a box with no garden or whatever. I understand they're built for two, three families to mm. take them, and they're built that way. I got no problem with that. But my big problem is my niece, my nephew, my buddy, three kids. 30, 28, and 25, all living at home. Okay? All living at home, being there, take molly coddling. We all know one of my favorite words. Being taken care of. My nephew, my niece, no idea of where to start, how to put in the time. I'm sorry. I'm not talking generational. I'm talking about work ethic so many of them think it should be handed back to them korean kids we get the same here with all our foreign students at the college all want to work all want to make more money why because it was so bad back home sure it's a step up and the problem is as you just said i think that the expectations of the average native canadian kid are so out of whack 
Hmm. As you said, seventy grand a year. But there's you no starter. Afford there's it? no starter homes anymore. What? Well, that's a thing. These, dude, these so are the exact homes are fifteen hundred square. These feet. are the exact criticisms <coughs> we said ten years ago about Koreans, and it's yeah, it's spreading it back home. And that's the exact same thing. Home. You yeah. want to start at middle management. Yeah. You want uh, you want to hit a home run on your first so. house. And I know it's yeah. always. Uh, you know, a, a, what do you say, never-ending cycle. Yeah. All right? It's our dad, you know, our, well, back then, you guys are young, but my dad said, you know, I used to walk five miles in the snow to up get hill. to where, up the hill to get to where, and then I did this and I did that. I got it. But, Dad, you instilled in me the work ethic. I've worked, I travel across the world to work. Sure. All right? But I look at some of these people, and, and Nate saying the same thing, where they're expecting Good jobs in there. Expect. And then, like Nate said, it, it, I have met I met two different contractors, brother. All right? You're talking about brother-in-law? Is that it? Yeah. And two of them said, we cannot find the workers. So mm. we're so taking you, you got a double anybody. problem. You're bringing in the immigrants. Right. But they need housing. But right. there's not enough housing. The prices are getting driven up for, for local mm-hmm. Canadians. And... The, the immigrants don't have a problem because they can live two families in a house. Okay, that, that's so. that's what they've for done. For them, their, that's an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Really? So now for the average Canadian family that has to pay double in rent mm-hmm. or, you know, an extra 150 grand to buy a house, yeah. it's, it's a problem. And guys are going into, you know, you end up in New Zealand with the 80-year mortgages. Yeah. There you go. Dude. Like, where, where's it going? There's no end in sight. So <laughs> can you slow down the immigration? Then who's going to do all the jobs? Right. Because there's, I cycle, think there's a lot say. of people that aren't, don't want to work, aren't working. I don't know. No, the price but of even housing, dad said, yeah. like, how, how can there be nobody working? Like, what are the people doing? What happened? Mm. Yeah. It's wild. And, and like. Is everybody a YouTuber? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Everybody wants to make it in Podcast. that way. Well, Jesus, my niece's boyfriend. Oh, I'm thinking of starting a tempeh store. Do you know what tempeh is? is tempeh is basically a soy hardened, you know, vegan thing. It's oh. absolutely tasteless. Tastes like bad bark. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, absolutely <laughs> disgusting. My my sister's Temporal, partner right? yeah. took a bite and then <laughs> said to them, "Look at the bird." As they looked at the bird, he threw all the shit away yeah. and spit it out. He jung, God lover, doesn't know how to keep a straight face. She ate it and she went. Why do you eat this? <laughs> like, are you in trouble? Or uh, is it, it like, like prison food? It's tofu, but bad. I don't know how it's done anyway. But I'm saying, <laughs> these are the people. They want to live there. They're living, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, living. They aren't out, you know, hustling for a buck. They aren't there trying to get this. Mm. My nephew living at so, home until he's 30 until he can get the right job. So and how, before that, he didn't take say, a part-time job. That, that Go ahead, that You said traveling and, and how traveling is a good education stuff. That's why I like these guys. They're on our trip there. How many kids working? Everywhere we go. 12, 9, 14, 11. The girl that we bought the ice cream. You know that ice cream they have like the cold plate or whatever and they yeah, spread yeah, it out yeah. and then they roll it up? Oh, yeah. cool. So she was there. She was there, and uh, the original Goldstone. There's not a ton of English in the countries we visited, but this girl, she was like a boss, man. And I, I said, and she spoke English, so I started talking to her. She goes, "No, I'm a student." I said, "How old are you?" She says, 12. And I said, 
Does you, is this like your dad's ice cream booth or stand or whatever? And she's like, no, no, it's uh, my my boss's. And uh, I said, is this normal for twelve year olds to be working? She's like, well, my, lots of my friends work. Mm-hmm. I said, but not like this. Like you're here running the show, like uh, you know the tech the tech. Who? The Turkish ice cream guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like she kind of does that with that scoop in one, and, yeah. and she'll like, make it a little animated and stuff. Does a show. English, Turkish, Russian, and Kazakh, and entertaining at the same time. And I mean, you're selling ice cream to to foreigners, locals, everybody, sure. and you've got to be able to like. You can't be timid. And uh, her boss, her boss was her teacher, and he was sitting there playing on his phone. And it got a little bit busy, so he came up to help, and he gave, he took my money and gave the change. And she was doing the next guy's ice cream, and she looked over, and he goes, okay, here you go. I said, oh, thanks a lot. He goes, that's right? I said, yeah, that's right. And she goes, no, no, that's not right. Hey. I said, I thought he's your teacher, your math teacher. And he gave me 10000 some extra. And she goes, oh, my goodness. And anyways, she was on the ball, math entrepreneurial everything she had it going on and she's 12 and you know these guys think doing French is hard but everywhere we went kids speak in three four languages are they incentivized by money because you see that there's that YouTube video the five year old who speaks nine languages because he can go up and sell necklaces in in five languages and if you're getting paid at a young age that's like the (laughs) but I think sure 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 it's it's a it's a motivational thing sure but she's still studying in school this is her summer vacation Mm. Right. So she's working during summer vacation. She could be home playing on the phone. She's working. Mm. Um, when no, but st- I think... When did you start working? When you were young? Same. Seven, Grade eight, seven. nine. Right? I was... You never known like newspapers, said, flyers, cutting grass. I did grass, newspapers, 13. grass cutting, oh, yeah, shoveling. Thirteen at Pizza Hut. My first <laughs> real part-time job, like official job, was Niagara Falls doing... Brian and Nate went over the falls in a barrel. I did the... Uh, the uh, picture? The, no, not the picture one. The uh, fake headlines with your pictures oh, okay. on the falls in a barrel. But I'm saying, w- what were we incentivized by back then? Money. Oh, Money. Yeah. 100%. My and dad's what hand. did it teach us? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. My dad's... Hand. Or my mom saying, socially... Everybody I knew worked, and we were lucky. That was, Niagara, that was the thing. Every, Niagara Falls, we were lucky because there were tons it. of jobs. Job everywhere. Yeah. We had we had better access. But I brought, I brought that up because I want to say, like, young people are, one, independent, while also collective and family-oriented and, and whatever. Sure. But, you know, cooking and, and getting the firewood and, and just mm-hmm. doing stuff, you know, riding your bike, kilometer down the road getting the stuff for your mom bringing it back right kind of just more how we grew up yeah um where now it's just so sheltered and protected okay i don't don't know i sent these guys to 7-eleven there to get a couple waters and a gatorade when our fridge was down and they came back and like can we go every time every time there's something at 7-eleven can we go and get it and I think I was missing some change, and I think that's why they enjoyed going. Little <laughs> sister, I don't, I don't remember what the pride was still little on Central Central made Asia a fortune price. Going but to Harvey's <laughs> and McDonald's when we were hungover, and like any change, whatever she took out of it, she enjoyed the whole deal. Sure. But uh, that's the incentivizing of traveling. They can see what's out there. Working younger, like in this country, hey man. 
get them out of Hogwan, start putting them into part time jobs, the get them out of this and that. Oh, the molly coddling of the, the youth going in there. Like, I met one kid, 14 years old, at Chip and Charlie's. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know Dougie there. What a fantastic kid. Head on the uh, head. In the game, all right, eyes on the prize. We had a far-reaching conversation, and my uh, and Brian, my mom's partner, eighty-two-year-old, I'm sixty-ish, and, and he had talked about Bitcoin, talked about this, talked about, and I said, "Where did this come from?" And he said, "My family always said you work, all right." And he was from Welland, yeah. so he was traveling in for work, all right. He was knew where he wanted to do. Talked about going to Japan. Talked about learning this and all that. I don't think it's across the board. Mm. I think it's very isolated. But there's so many people who are just saying, I want to do this. And this can be done. And maybe it's the internet. Maybe it's that. But at the end of the day, people got to start saying, for example, my brother. Mm. My brother. His son. In the house till 29. Then he got him a job through the... My brother... This is, out at 85 this is the thing grand. now. The parents start getting, getting kids the jobs. What is it? Grandparents? Yeah. Are the parents. My, here, my here's dad, the same. Here's the same. Dad, my now brother the got start, his son the job. That's how it was done. Jesus. Now, right? the, now the parents are like, shit, again, my kid can't make it. I got to help him. I got to reach out. I got to. I'm sorry. Which I'm not saying that's not it's not bad. Spare but the rod. I hope spoil it doesn't. Child. I hope it doesn't become. I don't mean everybody got to get hit, but a little tough love. Sure. When my brother was 18, I got accepted to McMaster University. My brother was older than me. I got accepted. I was going the next year. My mother gave him an ultimatum. She said, you got six months. All right? Either get a job or she's not kicking you out. You pay rent. Sure. All right? Simple. So that's what we had. Simple. Didn't we all have that? For me, I went to McMaster University. If you're not going to school, you pay rent. If you're going to school, but my mom said, you really want to do this, prove it. Pay half. All right? So I got to pay half. Sure. There was incentive, as we're talking talking about. But my brother lets his son live in there for basically eight, nine years going to school. My brother going had to take another job, and he says to me, yeah, I got to keep working. He should be retired with a government pension way before. Whoa. But putting his daughter through a master's program, to another, blah, 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 no, no. and don't even get me started on master's programs, uh, even though you two got them. But University like so of many of them are ridiculous, and they're not learning shit when they could be in there getting real skills and learning practical shit. I said anyway. before, I don't think my master's would have done anything unless I had 15 years experience of teaching. Oh, very much There's nothing so. to, yeah. to reflect But that's the on. thing is somebody's got a master's and no experience. Yeah. How do they apply that shit yeah, in? I don't get it. Like, I don't get the, the do practical mean? nature is so seeming more apparent, apparent, apparent to me. The part-time jobs, too. I <clears throat> Looking back, how many useful skills I learned just by being in that environment, say in a, in a restaurant environment, at some point you have to do an order. You have to uh, do the cash. You got to talk to people. You got to manage. T- you got oh man, that's my first. That's job, this girl, twelve years old. She doesn't have the right change. She's got to run across the other vendor guy over there. Give me change, quick, quick. I get three guys. She got to work under pressure. Just she got to fixing everything. The the freezer thing's not working. She got to ask you, hey, do you want? The, the ice cream. You want apples, bananas, two peaches, pears. Solve, which is the hardest thing to teach in the world. Upselling. 
upselling. She goes, do you want to do you want to mix things. a chocolate yeah, bar with your banana or just plain banana? Oh, well, I didn't think man. about the chocolate bar, but Up now sell. I am because you mentioned it. I got, dude. Do you want to hear the? the it's also a great play, play first jobs and uh, as you say, independence. If your boss trusts you after a while, good place to learn how to scam. All right, but well, we'll being how to scam is business, man. <laughs> how do you like upselling? It's part of business, man. One, I, I got an upsell story. I want to run by you, but first, yeah. one of the uh, one of the best moves I've heard. I was working in Super Eight Hotel at one point. Super Eight. The What's Super one? Eight on uh, Ferry Street, possibly. Really? On the Ferry. Cosmos on that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I grew up with Frankie and Joey. Yeah, yeah. they're my buds. I, dude, I think it might have been one of them. Well, probably. Uh, I think Frankie owned that one. Dude, he, he used to just sister. sit there and read the newspaper. Sorry, small town Niagara oh. Falls guys. We're talking. Everybody knows everybody. One time, the one of the fireplaces was out, and the people are like bitching at me, like, "Hey, my fireplace full price for this fireplace doesn't work," and I just asked them, like, "Dude, what what do I say to these people?" He goes up, he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's the it's the summertime." They don't work in the summer. He's like, why would you need a fireplace in the summer? And like, oh, okay. And he's like, I don't know why it's broken, but we got to get the maintenance guy on that. <laughs> learning, learning how to answer and think on your feet. Oh, but so much. Listen, this oh. for uh, for an upsell story. I got a middle school three student who's been talking about getting her eyelid surgery for months. Okay, for months now. She finally got it, and when I saw her after, she was like, oh, you know, are you happy with it? Yeah, it's okay, but... And she said, I, I can't remember if it was before or after, she had like, consulting. Consulting. There's there's a lady there who I've, who wears the doctor, who wears the white collar, oh, sits yeah. down and gives her a briefing, and like, and she said the lady told her the, the sankopa, the double eyelid surgeries, that's okay, but... You know, you, you really should do, you should cut the inside too for the Mongolian wrinkle. So this whole, dude. For a Mongolian wrinkle? You, she had to cut the, she was basically trying to upsell her. A 14-year-old girl, she's trying to upsell her on a on an extra eye surgery. She goes, no, but she's a doctor. I'm like, whoa, whoa hold on. Or she called her like a, a, a counselor. I said, whoa, whoa hold on. <laughs> the, the term counselor gives you or give oh. personally gives me a feeling of like comfort and like yeah. you're here for my best like that lady's just trying to upsell you she's a salesperson for that's that's immoral you should oh, not be able to upsell was, a 14 year old girl as i told well, you, a 14 year old girl should be there with her parents and her parents well, she needs hold on no saying, she needs she needed her mom's consent so consent to do it her. listen this is this is the world it's business yeah. This when is business. We, well, I understand. When I to, got the horrible. old implants there, that's yeah. one of the reasons why I went out there. The wonderful lady out there said to me, hey, how, when did you lose your, when did you have your molar taken out in the back? Mm. And she says, everybody is trying to sell you, get another molar, mm. get another implant. She says, you haven't used it for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know it's there. Yeah. Why do you need it? So yeah. I asked her straight up. I said, number one. Are you a dentist? She's like, no. Mm. I said, number two, do you trust these doctors? Right? Mm. But these are questions that, like, my wife and Koreans aren't going to ask. Somebody but if you, if you, if you do, I agree, Brian. If you actually care about yourself, your kids, your health, whatever, you would vet these guys, and they'd be, out of, they'd, be out of, they'd be out of business. You think vetting is ever done here? That's yeah, one I'm, of the I'm biggest problems. So ask you, questions. If you ask, get second, third opinions. Dude, right. the guys who are upselling Mongolian wrinkles yeah. are going to be out of business. 
Yeah. Because people, the word gets out and, and no one would go. That's horrible. That's just like, I'm not, I don't saying, know how, I'm not saying it's right, but it's the world we live in. I know, but I don't know how a lady can go to work or look at herself in the mirror after thinking like, hey, I made 75 bucks today because I got a, I made a 14 year old feel like shit oh, for only getting one surgery. Brother, you have They don't no think of it like idea. that. They don't there think, you go. They're not making them feel like shit. They're making them the next Miss Korea. There you go. They're not saying I'm making them look, making them feel like shit. Oh, maybe I'm looking at the wrong, there, from the no, wrong angle. Again, Fuck. They said you, I'm making your dreams come true. You're going to look like how black You're pink. looking at it. Yeah. And I just saw that Black Swan, there's a new K pop group that have no yeah, so Korean members, all over the okay. movies, yeah. right? And they're doing this and trying to sing, but we're, you know, singing in Korean and we're doing all that. Mm. And one of the guys goes, well, they haven't gone through the K-pop uh, training program where five or six years of living hell, right? Yeah. So the person who's charging them, making all that money, says this is the way these guys coming in they do a different bride yeah. and they're already choked popular and choked. these other well i guess we didn't have to do it that way yeah. <laughs> what is it morally reprehensible by the guy training them who's just training the program or is it morally reprehensible from those silly damn people and their parents who never went why do we do this? What's going on here? Like, I mean, education. How many times have we said, when do they ever ask why? Why are we studying that? The worst word you can ever say to a Korean here. What is it? Why? Why? Why do you do that? Why do you go here? Why do you study Dude, at Hogwarts? That, why do they have to go to education, right? The system is... the, the There's so many businesses and shit built around the education system. Oh, It'll never... There's so too many... Too big to fail. I call it Enron. Yeah. Too big to fail. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Oh, Korea. Think, think about all the booksellers. TOEIC. TOEIC is absolutely garbage and in no way communicative whatsoever. Dude, the books, but the, the tests. TOEIC, hmm. The TOEIC yeah. system is Enron. Yeah. It's too big to fail. Government propped. Yeah. All right? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous beyond the pale. But again, it goes in. But again, I don't know. Bring it back, like I said, to Canada. Hmm. And uh, I haven't been there in a while. All right? Uh, I love my country. Still, never going to take it away. It can be beautiful in many places. People are still fantastic. Love them. Talk to so many. But I don't get... I don't get no matter where I go, where um, the work ethic. Just talking about that, the immigrants want to come in there, want to work. Here, kids. I had a girl. So where are you working this summer? Didn't know she's going to work or not. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, if oh. we want experiential, experiential job seekers mm. who are going to work from. Mm experience and have practical tools and practical skills and what we just said problem solving by nate's kids seeing that tony and me are going to go to new york and see what people are doing and people hustling i met a kid I, i'll just give a perfect example tony's been doing three card money there in you school. go I, I met a kid i met a kid a young man called luvian remember the name he's from trinidad so jfk those mofos the only airport I heard in the world where they're charging six bucks for a cart in Jacob, JFK. Six dollar US. Oh, that, yeah. It was ridiculous. two in Toronto 10 years there ago. There you go. Like, and then, like, they, got, you have to pay and for then they got rid of it yeah. because people, JFK, I read so many online blogs, Reddit, this and a, complaining like, JFK, how dare they charge for this? So, you know, I'm not paying six bucks just for it. So this guy's hustling carts. 
All right. And he basically said he'd been living at the airport for two months. Yeah. And the more I talked to him, the more. Anyway, he came up. Uh, uh, I had a, I gave him a smoke. He was just talking, blah, 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 blah. He gave me a smoke. Had a good conversation. Gave him up 20 bucks. All right. Said, look, I got 20 bucks here. Butter, you can use it more than I am. All right. Kid wasn't begging, wasn't asking. But this kid's working his butt off. And he says, you know, I want to get back to Trinidad and go visit my family. And I got to work my way through it. Right. Mm. And he said, I've learned how to deal with the cops. I've learned how to deal with, you know, immigration people. I've learned how to deal with that. And he said, there's been some sticky things. He says, but I figure I've learned more in the last six months and more going forward. I've met people from all over the world here, you yep. know, talking to people. I know how to sure. size up. My people skills have gotten wonderful because yep. I had a great conversation with him. He's like, you seem really good at that. And I said, yeah, my background, hotels, restaurants, mm. same, same. But my point being, at the end of the day, this kid here didn't have the pot, pot to piss in. Was basically showering in the airport, going in bathrooms and doing this. Positive kid. Mm. Knew he was going to get there. And after talking a while, he turned around and he offered me $100. I thought, is this one of those TV shows where you yeah, know, yeah. I did a nice thing to pay it for? I said, you give me $100, I'm going to give it to some kid like you again. Mm. Right? Anyway, You my, gave him 20 bucks? I gave him 20 bucks, and then, no, he offered me. Pulled out a roll of money. He said, I said, this is your... He said, I just wanted to let you know that good people deserve to be... And I looked at this kid. This is this kid. Living offering me who's flying back to Korea living yeah. but my point was that this kid understood that I gotta work hard and this guy sees me mm. this guy respected me this guy wanted me to play it forward and do pay it forward mm. sorry and do those things after all the traveling and seeing you know the people who don't don't appreciate what they've got and how hard they gotta work for it and they got, there are those people that are willing to work, and mm. a lot of them are immigrants. And sure. like Nate says, us here, why we're immigrants here? We came over, we work hard, we're doing the deal, and uh, maybe we can't understand. But Brian, when you say like looking at it from another way, right? How immoral that is! Again, is it par for the system here? Mm. But didn't the uh, people say you know like during the Holocaust? <laughs> Sorry, this is a real stretch or. Oh, I was just doing my job. Yeah. Right? I, I'm sorry. When good people don't put their two cents in mm. and don't say this is not acceptable, we've got to change it, we've got to for That's one thing I did like in Canada and still love in Canada. Everybody is opinioning, opining mm. what should be done, what can be done. And here, it just seems that not enough people are rising up. Do Everybody knows the Hagwan system is broken. Sure, but uh, I don't know. Do you think? But, do you think people at home have independent thoughts, or are they just parroting whatever they hear? On Do you think people sit down? And, most are. Do you think people sit down and then generate their own? There's a lot of parroting, but I think there's a lot of people because if I heard one more time that my brother's cousin's sister has a heart problem after the COVID vaccine, <laughs> shake I, at the yeah, bus stop. <laughs> shut. Yeah, like where did you read this one? Da 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 da. Yeah. There, you have no data, you have no backup for, it, but still, yeah. you are towing the party line, sure. as you just said. Yeah. They're not independently thinking, and I think that. Though many people back home may be following 
lines of thought may be sheep in that way, that there are so many more independent voices. It's not necessarily correct, it's but there are very diverse opinions and very mm-hmm. but independent that's, that's voices. that's fostered from a young age in the education yes, system. Yes, independence here. and here. And the last thing I'll leave you with Korea there, and hey, Canada, as much as I, hey, I'll poo-poo it. I was totally unimpressed. I couldn't believe how expensive everything was. Oh. Restaurants are ridiculously expensive. Not looking forward to And the value... Tipping. Don't worry, you're going to barbecue. Gino's got a nice backyard. Barbecue yeah. and a Gino. Go to mom's. Tell her to cook at my mom's house. Do you want 20, 25, or 30% tip? Oh, my God. That's huh? ridiculous. Dude, hold on. That was huh? that was four years ago. Oh, it's still happening, and it's ridiculous. That was four years ago. I looked at them so many times, they didn't like when I put 0% tip. Yeah. And they come up to me, and they go, and I look at them, and I said, one girl. This is 7-Eleven, I go, one sir. girl. And I go, one girl. And one young lady. And I said, you notice I didn't put a tip on there. And she said, no, did I? And this is where yeah. I was looking. She, did I offend you some way? And I said, no, you were fantastic. I had one question for her. Mm. Do you pool? I will never tip well if they pool. Yeah. All right? So, like, I mean, because she's going to get screwed. She a lot goes, of no, we don't. 20% so of the I ended up manager. giving my bill was 17 in tax, and I gave her 20. Mm. All right? So I tipped more than my bill yeah. to her, and she looked, why would you do it? You're great. You're yeah. fantastic. I just don't want you to get screwed on the t- sure. thing. But where I'm going to Starbucks, and somebody reached across the counter, 18%. At Starbucks? Oh, dude, oh, I, I heard McDonald's. Every other place. Oh, I, McDonald's. I see every people. Every place they had them. Would you like to include a tip? Ridiculous. And, like I said, bitch and moan about Canada. Price has gone through. The roads were crap. The health system circumspect, right? Yeah. So many things there, all right? But I never felt um, alone in the sea. Mm. GAFK, New York, um, Boston. Talk to people left. Talk to people right. Got back to Korea, went through immigration. Guy hardly even looked at me. Yeah. All right. Picked up my bags, walked out. The lady had her head down. Nobody even acknowledged my presence. Went out, had a smoke in the smoking there. I'm standing alone. Nobody looked at me. Mm. Nobody said there. Uh, now I got on the bus. The bus driver was absolutely wonderful. He was fantastic. Helped me. Oh, don't worry. Pali, pali. I get mm. him there. But he spoke to me in Korean, 100%. Yeah. Nobody else Korean acknowledged a foreigner's presence. Putting that in I lived here, and my mother encapsulated that thought and my thinking of this the best when she said she's been to over 150 countries mm. in the world. Yeah. Considered herself a great traveler. I would say so. She said that the most inhospitable country she'd been to is South Korea. Mm. And people uh. keep saying, oh, it's because of English. No, but I no, think... No, it's but- socially, people don't acknowledge people they don't know. Would it's you, gotta change. Would you complain if too many people were looking at you? Hmm? Would you, Not co- at would all. you be complaining if too many people were looking? Too uh, many people looking at me? Yeah. Come on, baby, bring it on. That's why I'm here. I'm a rock star. In Canada, yeah. I'm just another fat old man. I think the, here I'm a rock star. I why wouldn't I love the, that? More people look at me, baby. That might be a personality thing because I know a lot of people do complain. Or you see what? them online like, oh, they're looking at me here or there. Yeah, but that's, a, like, that's wow, a, look at yeah, me, that's baby. Their, whatever, I'm beautiful. Whatever their complex is or whatever, yeah. they think they're looking at them because of this or because sure. of that yeah. or... They have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I just think. I do like at home when you go into a convenience store, you're like, hey, what's up, man? You how know, you doing, brother? Up. Well, how's your night going? Blah, blah, blah. Something back. Oh, again, 
no matter where I was going. In if we all spoke fluent Korean, you could do that here. What's that? You could do Hold that. Hold on a second. You can do it. Some of the old guys Hangu in convenience Ma, stores. Hangu Mal, I do all the time. Hang, onul, kenshinayo. And what do I get? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> they don't ask me a question back. Professors at the college everywhere. Well, hold on, hold you on. know how quiet I am, Nate, hold and on. how uh, half of them, half of them are embarrassed and scared to ask okay. something back. Bullshit. Their cultures bred it out of them to ask questions. Twenty, twenty years ago, yeah, they were embarrassed and scared, but nowadays, international uh, Netflix exposure, YouTube, this and that and the other one, it's all here. The embarrassment's got to be gone. Hmm. of new people it's i i, I agree social non-opening up keep your head to the grindstone don't be independent follow the uh, okay but then you're downtown the you're downtown on a friday night at one of those places mm -hmm. you can talk to a lot of the koreans down there which one of what places what kind of place do you go to nate around oh, thursday <laughs> i don't go to those filipino bars that you go to thursdays nate. or whatever those places uh -huh. are what's that uh Again, you can talk to a lot of the people that aren't Korean. A lot of the foreign you know, kids. I mean, that are Korean. Again, uh, I have gone to a lot of bars and I have been there. Very few times do I find in my experience, this is not about my opinion, but my experience, that the average Korean will, and mm. I am, and try to be as polite as possible and say, how you doing? What's going on? And very few will interact with you. Hmm. Okay, they just devil's advocate question. here. How about, how about at home, the confrontational people? You bump someone at Costco or something. The fuck are you doing, buddy? I, uh -huh. You know what? I was actually quite surprised in the States, Canada. None. I, f I was so expecting that, kind of hoping for yeah. road rage. Or yeah, and all that. I got that so little exist, of that. Yeah. You don't get that confrontation stuff here. I don't know what it is. Here. True, you don't get the confrontation. Everyone's just passive. And Everybody gets out of your way, does the deal. But I found this vacation, and again, this is just personal experience, and I went to a lot of diverse places, man. Not right? too much of it, eh? I did not find out. For example, one guy bumped into me and said, oh, I'm very sorry. It almost like, I don't know if it's changed, but where people are so aware of offending people or being offended kind yeah. of in the way, people were wonderfully nice, right? Awesome. It was, and it was good. New York City, like I said, the kid ran up and brought my wallet back for me that I left on a bus. Whew. I don't know, maybe good karma talking to people. New York walking through, I met these great people at this open by the 9-11 uh, Memorial. Mm. Wow. I recommend that to everyone. Fantastic. Just really well done in the yeah. whole deal. But talking to this other guy, just uh, I didn't have any, I'd say, negligible confrontational people anywhere. Anywhere. Awesome. And then the other thing that is could be like a smoke. Smokers talk to each other. Sure. In Canada, though, when you get my mother, she had the uh, uh, gets my brother stop at the reservation on the way from Ottawa to get smokes? the cheap smokes. Nice. Right, that AJ hates again. She's like, oh, this is great with the cheap Indian smokes, right? You can offer them to anybody, and you're not like somebody looks at you in a smoke, you know, 
Hey man, you want to smoke? But when you take you your first smoke? drag, you're instantly offended by oh. the fucking by the horrible. Uh, by, again, but <laughs> the horrible taste of them. I gave a pack to that kid in that kid. Yeah. said, I had an extra pack going in, and I'm yeah. you know getting on the plane, so I'm like, here, take a pack. He takes a drag and he goes, man, these are smooth. And I look at him and I'm going, what are you smoking? Everybody, <laughs> everybody else is like cringing trying to take oh that. My, my mom don't care because she's, you know, $70 or she's 60 years in. Yeah. She'll smoke anything, right? Sure. So it's all good. Wow. Uh, anyway, overall, all good. But uh, uh, the future is Korea. And the future is Korea. And the other thing is, damn, it's so nice to come back and see women who look in beautiful shape <laughs> all right in beautiful shape i'm just gonna say this and you can put it on record lululemon should be outlawed in canada <laughs> i'm just saying i will never wear them people who wear lululemon listen i'm not body shaming in any means live your best life but nobody wants to see my mangina outline. All right? I'm not wearing, you know, huggy t-shirts and things like that. Or my fat ass or my, my hairy ball, you know, open on that, you know. Nobody really wants to see these things. But when I see someone, shall we say, who is a plus size, and I can count every fold, every, every crease happening there, I'm sorry. Please think about what... Other people have to look like. You're living your best life. Be good. But some clothes are not for some people. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Jeffy ain't wearing Lululemons. You know why? We're, Nobody want to see that. We're going to get you something that are nipple high. Like I said, you'll never we'll see me in a mankini. Ain't going to happen, right? <laughs> Nut huggers. Ain't going to happen. It. Grape smugglers. Ain't going to happen. Buzzy smugglers. But there you know. But again, I'm just saying, what amazed me most was... Then again, I, hey, I don't blame. There's so many pre-made delicious food in Canada. Every store you go, they put you in the gamut, eh? Yeah. To the left, the flakies. To the right, Twinkies. Yeah. And then there's 82 million chocolate bars, Twizzlers, everything. Of course, everybody's getting fat eating all that stuff. But yeah, I did notice crazy. it. You gotta spend all your time at work to pay your mortgage. Yeah, you can't. The, uh, there you go. No time the to cook. The biggest thing that I noticed, and my mother said it best when she said, "These young women, hmm. young women." I didn't notice as much with the uh, with the young men. Hmm. Saw a lot more young guys in shape. I don't know if they're, you know, metabolism. I don't know if they're working harder. I don't know if they're working out. Blah blah blah. But my mom said. Young women exposing their selves, half shirts on, wearing the Lululemons, and in terrible shape at 13, 14, 15 years of age. All right? Yeah. Okay? Now, you do notice in Korea, if you guys have noticed, younger kids, bigger. When I came here in 1997, man, even you never I'm saw. I'm saying now, I think they're getting smaller. What's that? There's, oh, there's, there's some getting, chubby kids. They're getting chubbier and chubbier here. And but I, I think, think like the middle school age and stuff used yeah. to be chubbier five years ago. Yeah, well, I guess getting that, man. Maybe you know it could be also exposure. You want to look elementary kids? Videos, I think, I think you want to look at there. Mm-hmm. But back home, man, the uh, the excess weight it, it was frightening. Yeah, like. Uh, we took that picture. Mark Brown and I, two oldest guys, we're the thinnest out of, you know, eight, nine friends. And my buddy Carrie, who's living in China, said, how are you two fat bastards the thinnest out there? <laughs> I said, 
you know, here again, myself. You don't have eighteen aisles of Twinkies and Twinkies. There you go. And there's no gamut on every store where All you're they have is sour cream and onion, there. sour cream and onion chips. If there they ever had go. some decent flavors, there there you go. and again, it crab, would be shrimp, crushable. and something else wouldn't. It doesn't. If I ate one fancy. more pack of Twizzlers in Canada and another thing of ketchup chips, I was putting the Twizzlers wrapping the ketchup chips around them, and you know, I want. It was oh, the, the snacks blown away yeah, by crazy. them. It's ridiculous. But it's none of that. Every, like that's the that's the American way, right? Yeah. Every 100%. Oreos has twenty kinds of Oreos now. Lifesavers has oh, forty kinds of lifesavers. So. Every thing has every flavor. But damn, do I miss vanilla Coke? Oh, you like that? Eh? Oh, I love vanilla Coke. But here's the weirdest thing, Brian. We used to have Coke with vanilla. Vanilla? Rum. Yeah, good. there you go. Vanilla Coke at the right to the U.S. border, and you get to Canada. There's no vanilla Coke sold in the stores. Huh. They bring it in from the states. Uh, the Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's got the Coke machine where you just sit there Fountain and choose. Yeah. Fountain pops, you chit out, and it's got a huge screen. Coke yeah. Zero, Cherry Coke Zero, Vanilla Coke, That's blah, 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 blah. Fantastic. I'm going there. But Vanilla Coke uh, in the States, like seriously, they got Diet Vanilla Cherry Coke Zero. So, like it's got yeah. five titles into it Studio Coke, mine. Blah, blah, blah. But this ridiculous. is the problem. If you say I'm. 100%. I'm it's vegan, great. you say I'm lactose intolerant, you say they'll make it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tell them what your problem is. Yeah. Yeah. Jump on the wagon, you need yeah. a you need a keto coke, they'll make it. You need a yeah. whatever co- samurai yeah. coke, they'll make it. Whatever you, you a need. Kilo of coke? They, a they kilo make it. coke would be very good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the excess there was it, it is. And it's choice. You got so many choices. Many. You can too choose many. too many choices and you can choose to Partake or not partake. Yeah. It's all good. No doubt. All right, man. We're well, coming gentlemen. to coming to the end here. All right. Thank you very much for coming down nice and early. It's not easy to get up at seven on a Monday. Well, it's very easy to come for, for this man when he wakes up at five. Oh, all right. Nice. Come into the city early is a good way to avoid traffic. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, boys. Always good to chat. Yep. I hope I didn't uh, offend too many people like again. Uh, you'll be all right. Good well, to see you, buddy. Again. I hope I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys again. Goodbye. Right, cool.